Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. St. Benedict grew up in a big city, living an ordinary sort of life, and he was, um, you know, wealthy enough in society and he'd got a university education and was trying to live out his Christian life in that setting, but he, he realized that it wasn't a conducive environment for him to, to know Christ and to live out who, who God was calling him to be, to, to really know Christ was this deep desire of his heart. And it led him to go away to much like what Jesus describes in our gospel today, to, to leave his bread and his spare tunic and all of his worldly possessions behind and to go off and live a solitary life of prayer alone. But while he intended to just do that alone as a, as a hermit and, and live his own life aside with God, lots of people followed him. They saw something in the way that he was living his life, the way that he had responded to the gospel the way that he had encountered Christ and decided to live for him, that they wanted to follow. I think you could say that there was something that, that spoke with an authority to the culture of the day that so many people were like, whatever he's doing, I want to go do that. They wanted to follow him, and, and that's why flocks and flocks of people came after him, and then he set up many communities of men and women around the place that became known as monasteries and was really the foundation of what we know as religious life um, and especially the monastic tradition, as I said at the beginning of Mass. But it was clear that the way that he responded to Christ had an authority that spoke to these people's lives. And Jesus, again, he sends out his disciples in this text and gives them authority to go into the world and have an impact to proclaim his word and to do his works and to bring the good news that Jesus is, is to bring. And just so he sends us out on his own mission, he entrusts his very, the exact mission that he was on during his life, his teaching, his good works, he entrusts to us with an authority and with a power that we are to carry into the world, into all the scenarios that we have. But when we hear this word authority that Jesus gives us, I, I wonder what does this authority actually look like? Because certainly in the world today, um, as, as Christians, speaking from the perspective of what God has called us to do, we don't exactly have much authority in the world. We don't have a moral authority to be able to speak into situations or even an intellectual authority to say that this is what God has revealed to us. The world doesn't want to listen to that. So what does our authority look like? I think a good place to start with this is if Jesus is calling us out to do his mission, we can look at the way that Jesus wielded his own authority as he went about his mission during his life. So he certainly had authority. He's the son of God. He, he had the authority to come and, and bring change to the world, but he sets out teaching as a rabbi, yes, but not as any of the other rabbis of the day would. They had all studied in the right schools under the, the right prestigious teachers. They'd gotten you know, the degrees or whatever they had back in those days, and they knew the right people, and people respected them for that. They listened to Rabbi so-and-so 
because he had learned under this rabbi and because he'd gone to that school and we know that he's come up through the right traps, whereas Jesus has just turned up out in the wilderness and started teaching with no, no reason for anybody to listen to him at all. He didn't have any authority in that sense. And you could think that he would use his power to show his authority. He had the, the power to do many miracles, which he did. He healed lots of people, but he doesn't use his power in a way to say, look at, look at this, listen to me. I'm clearly the son of God. Bang, look, I just moved that mountain, so you should listen to what I'm saying. He didn't wield his power in such a way to, to make people listen to him. He didn't force people to listen in that way by proving it. And indeed, he didn't defend his, his own mission and make sure that it kind of succeeded. Indeed, we see him not even defending himself when his authority is questioned again and again, but then he's imprisoned and captured and put to death. So rather than having authority and power in the way that he goes about his mission, it seems like a very unauthoritative, a very weak way of going about mission from, from our, our worldly way of thinking about it. So what might Jesus' authority look like in us as he calls us to go out and bring his good news into the world and bring his love and his joy and peace? Well, could it look like being clothed with the riches and glory of heaven? We can, that, that's our inheritance. God, God clothes us in, in his riches and, and we'll be shining with glory like Christ to the end of time. But Jesus says, no, we're not, we're not going to go out with lots of fancy clothes or with lots of money in our pockets. He says the exact opposite. He says that we're to go out in poverty because the authority that he gives us is not something we can show off or show forth. It's not something that we can grasp or hold onto or put into our pockets and pull out at the right moment. It's not in any earthly things. And similarly, if we think about being armed with power that would give us the authority that people would listen to us because it's clear that we're, we're coming on behalf of God because we have the power. But Jesus says that the pagans lord it over one another and they make their authority felt. When they, Jesus is talking about the, the people of the world that, that are not his followers, he says that they wield their authority such as to impose it upon others and make them listen to them, make them follow them. And this is not how you're to wield authority, Jesus is saying. We're not to have the kind of authority that we can kind of press upon someone so that they will listen to us, so that they must listen to us, but it's a different kind of authority. Similarly, we could think of having kind of a, a certificate that says, oh, I'm acting in the name of God. Look, here, here's the Father Almighty's signature or his seal at the bottom of this certificate. Um, and therefore, people should listen to us because, you know, God sent me. So, or I have, a, I have a badge, an ID that says I'm on behalf of God. That's not what our authority looks like. But there's something very much like that. We think of God's seal, which he does give us, the seal of God's ownership on us is in fact the Holy Spirit that he gives us, which is really where we, where we find this authority, not on an, as an outward sign that we, can, that we can show to people so they'll listen to us, but as a mark 
upon our hearts, upon our souls. The Holy Spirit lives within us and confirms for us that we belong to God, that we are doing his work in the world, that he has called us to bring good news and to build up the kingdom and to build up our brothers and sisters. Now, Paul talks about all the different blessings that we have in Christ in this beautiful second reading that we have today from the letter to the Ephesians. He talks about the fact that we're chosen by God, the fact that we're adopted as God's sons and daughters, the fact that we're free from our sins and forgiven. But all of this, he says, we have the pledge of all of these blessings by the Holy Spirit within us. So all of the authority in which we stand as God's children, as God's missionaries, as God's witnesses to the world, as his workers in the vineyard, we have that authority by the Holy Spirit living in our hearts. God's stamp of ownership upon us. By Christ, by being in Christ, we have the Holy Spirit within us. And it's, so it's yes that, that God sends us into the world to make huge dramatic changes. He gives us the authority to do that. He wants us to bring love and peace and joy. He wants us to show healing and forgiveness and bring our brothers and sisters into freedom. He wants us to show goodness and truth and beauty in the world. But the authority with which we do that isn't an outward sort of sign. It's not like we can go into our workplace and everyone will go, oh, hang on a second, that guy's a Christian, so we should listen to the way that he's bringing joy and love because that's what he's going to do. We trust in him. I, I imagine that has never happened to any of you. Or, or say you think of a, a politician trying to argue for, for Christian values. They're not going to stop and go, oh, wait, no, he's, he's acting in God's authority, so we'll stop and listen to him because he wants to lead us into the truth. We're only assured of this authority that we carry by listening to the Holy Spirit within us, by listening to God's ownership of us in our own experience and knowing that I'm going into this situation to bring his truth and his goodness, to build up my brothers and sisters in love and in peace, but it's like, it's like we're kind of spies doing that with a hidden authority because we, we wield this authority by trusting in that witness that the Spirit gives within our own hearts, that we are beloved sons and daughters of the Father, trusting that the Spirit convicts us of where we are to go and what we are to say and how we are to impact the world around us. So it's rather than a, a power and an authority that we can wield and kind of step forth in strength. It's a power of listening to how God moves within us. A power of humbly waiting upon God's action and God's prompting so that we can show that love exactly where that love is needed. So that we can speak that truth exactly where there is lies or exactly where the truth needs to be shown so that we can bring forth God's goodness in exactly that place where he wants to show up against evil. But let's seek to find that authority that Christ gives us through that, that seal of the Holy Spirit within us, that confidence that God gives us within ourselves, that we belong to him and that we're doing his work in the world. 
You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.